Hello and welcome to All Indians Matter. I am Ashraf Engineer. Cryptocurrency kicked off with a bang in 2008 and has grown exponentially since then. It is said that more than 10,000 cryptocurrencies are being traded across the world and India with more than 10 crore investors is the most significant market. But regulations have been confusing and the government seems to have been caught unawares by the crypto boom. For instance, it imposed a tax on cryptocurrencies but said that it does not mean that they have been legalized naturally investors are demanding that the government take a clear stand and that cryptocurrencies be legalized and regulated to pave the way for a solid safe market that's easier said than done however with crypto offering serious challenges on the technology and legal fronts all indians matter We have on the show Advocate Rakesh Singh, who practices in the Bombay High Court and in the Supreme Court. He is the managing partner of RKS Associate, a law firm with offices in Mumbai and Delhi. The firm is known for its cutting-edge work in technology law. Rakesh is building a strong practice in blockchain technology and cryptocurrencies, and has worked on various assignments on them. That's not all. Rakesh has fought thousands of cases for the common man, including sensitive ones and matters of. grave importance such as the interpretation of the constitution he has fought to protect the environment and has been instrumental in pushing various legal reforms that impact our daily lives for instance the case around water scarcity in maharashtra rakesh fought for and ensured that the bombay high court declared a priority around the use of water it was this case that led to the shifting of the indian premier league from maharashtra and which laid down the priority for water usage with an emphasis on humans and animals Rakesh has appeared on numerous occasions before joint parliamentary committees and is the founder of the NGO Bharat Uthan Sangh and the Khana Chahiye Foundation. Welcome to the show Rakesh. Thank you. Thank you Ashraf. It's a pleasure talking to you and it's a pleasure to be on All Indian Matters. <laughs> Very welcome. Rakesh, what's the primary confusion around cryptocurrency in India? Is it legal or not? Ashraf, what I'll do, I'll answer your second part first and then try to get into the details. is it legal or not well it is legal anything which is not illegal is legal that's the cardinal principle of law now just think of a scenario government of india is taxing the crypto space so there is a tax of about 30% so you cannot tax something which is illegal i'm just putting it in a very simple terms Yeah, sure. I think, but the government also said that that does not mean it is legal. So I think that's where the confusion. No, no. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. First known cryptocurrency is Bitcoin. That was launched in January two thousand nine, if I recollect it properly. So, and it was in two thousand eighteen because from two thousand nine onwards, lot many people started getting glued to crypto space. In two thousand eighteen, in April two thousand eighteen, Reserve Bank of India came out with a circular. saying that any kind of trading in crypto is illegal so that was in april 2018 the circular was titled as prohibition on dealing in virtual currencies now that circular was challenged by people dealing in crypto so the crypto community challenged that in supreme court of india in 2018 itself and in 2020 yeah in 2020 a three judge bench of supreme court of india decided and they quashed the ban that was put up by rbi on cryptocurrency so after the quashing of the ban by supreme court of india 
you cannot say that trading in cryptocurrency is illegal. So today, after the judgment of Honorable Supreme Court of India in 2020, cryptocurrency is not illegal. So that is what is important. More so because government is yet to put down the regulations, the regulatory framework for cryptocurrencies. So in the absence of that, there is some, some confusion. But to say that it is illegal is totally wrong. It is legal. Got it. And uh, could you simplify the regulation as it stands around crypto in India? And uh, please include within that, uh, within your answer, the tax structures. You already said it's 30%, but is there any detail that you would like to add? As on date, there is no regulation. There is no regulation in place in India which either permits or prohibits investment or trading in cryptocurrencies. Now, but government of India knows that there are crores of people, those who are trading and investing in cryptocurrencies. So that is why in 2021, they planned to pass a bill in parliament. Sadly, that bill was not tabled in parliament and no uh, regulation has been done. So as on date, there is no regulation. Regarding taxation, in uh, March 2022, the finance bill 2022 was passed. And thereafter, there is a taxation on cryptocurrencies. So if you see some of the important aspect of it, and this is also closely correlated to your first question that yes, and when I said why it is illegal. So now there are some amendments to Income Tax Act and virtual digital asset is defined for the first time in Section 247A of Income Tax Act. Similarly, there is another section which is added that is 115 BBH of Income Tax Act which to override all other provisions to tax income from transfer of VDA to 30%. So there is a tax of 30% on uh, virtual digital asset, what is cryptocurrencies. The Another important provision is loss from one virtual digital asset cannot be set off against income of another virtual digital asset. So there is no provision for set off and carry forward of losses which is normally permissible. Yeah, they're normally in businesses or other incomes, correct. this is what is done. Correct, yeah. correct. And yeah. another important uh, aspect of this Finance Act 2022 is uh, TDS. So there is 1% of TDS, which will be deducted by the buyer on transfer of virtual digital assets. So when if you buy some uh, cryptocurrency, so you'll have to deduct 1% TDS and you have to deposit with IT authorities. So I think that's a way of keeping track of transactions, I suppose. Yeah, that's a way of keeping track of it. And of course, it is somehow, I'll tell you very truthfully, this is killing crypto world in India, the way it is. Yeah. I mean, I, I, since you say that, you know, the government has never been keen on crypto. And like you said, it even considered a total ban on it at one stage. What are the government's concerns? Government concerns... Some of them are genuine, some of them are misplaced. You know, as far as tax is concerned, government has tried to plug in all the loopholes. But then there are also decentralized crypto exchanges. And that has remained untouched uh, as far as these uh, regulations are concerned. So uh, government has never been keen on crypto, yes. But then now, after passage of 2022 Finance Act, we can't say that the government is not keen. Government wants to make money out of it. They know 
the number of people, those who are involved in crypto space, and they see a good opportunity to make money out of it, and that is why 30% tax. So immediately after the, I'll tell you, I'll tell you some, some of important aspects. Sometime back, I told you about this RBI circular of 2018. Now, immediately after the RBI circular, there was an inter-ministerial committee which submitted its initial report and a bill was drafted, which was known as Crypto Token and Crypto Assets Banning Control and Regulation Bill 2018. So they wanted to ban it completely. But sad part for them that in 2020, Supreme Court came out with a judgment that no, it cannot be, it is not illegal. So a lot still needs to be learned about crypto. The main concerns of government, I believe, is that is what they say. The main concern is that uh, there is a possibility of financing terrorism, causing imbalance in the financial stability of the country, fiat currency losing its significance, online frauds and scams. But then these all things can be duly regulated. Let's accept the fact that cryptocurrency is global and you cannot run away from it. Look at the current scenario. Russia and Ukraine are at war with each other. Russia is accepting crypto in lieu of oil supply. And Ukraine is accepting crypto for donations. So you can't run away from this scenario. Absolutely. And no matter what the government thinks, the fact is that India has more than 10 crore owners of crypto. What are they asking of the government? Indians, especially the youth, and the HNIs, they are glued to crypto. As a law firm, I can tell you the kind of questionnaires, the advisory that comes to us. In 2021 alone, about 2 crore people joined crypto space in India. That's, that's a report as per India Today, which is a respectable journal and we will accept it. So 2 crore people in 2021. So basically what exactly these investors, those who are trading in crypto what they are asking is that you know first have a regulatory mechanism please there has to be some regulatory mechanism in place that is not there second reduce the income tax slab 30 percent is too high third that is to do away with one percent of tds requirement fourth to permit set off of loss against loss of another virtual digital asset. That is something which is permitted in other trading. So, and then to also permit banks to allow the transfer of funds between bank accounts and crypto wallets, because that is something which is not permissible today. You have to go via exchanges. So these are a couple of demands which uh, people from this space are putting up and this needs to be considered by government in a systematic manner. Otherwise, otherwise there will be a big brain drain from India. Take it from me, countries like Singapore, Dubai, Japan, they are much ahead of India in this space. Could the answer be that some of the permanent cryptocurrencies are recognized and regulated while others are banned? I'm asking this because this was one of the suggestions that came up during the deliberations. Now, now how do you decide what is prominent crypto and what is not prominent crypto? Now, cryptocurrencies have evolved over a period of time. They cannot be banned as they are decentralized. Government can maximum put restrictions on the users and not allow people to buy. But 
this cannot be banned as i said it is global it is decentralized we are in a global economic age so at this you know deciding what is prominent i mean one way of deciding prominent is the one which is there since last many years but then that cannot be the criteria what is required is uh, proper regulation longer duration yes longer durations means more maturity demand of a greater value but then demand of a greater value also means limited supply so this is going to hit the small time investors the small time investors they will not be able to really cope up with that now just think of it today bitcoin which is the oldest uh, crypto coin is valued at about 32 lakhs and then there is a binance coin which is valued at about 31000 so if you put up a criteria that one which is 7 or 8 year old and we will put only that then that will be beyond the reach of small time investors so that is why the approach should be to have a regulator in place and encourage participation to invest and trade through authorized channels only this is very important because the moment you start banning or start regulating in a manner which is dictatorial in nature then there is always a scope for fraud cheating and lot many props up and middlemen coming up mm. and what are the technology concerns around crypto technology concerns we you know as a country we are yet to formulate a robust regulatory and compliance framework securing the cryptocurrency is one of the major concern the number of frauds that are happening in this space is substantial now frauds are also happening because it is not well regulated so people fall for those giving false promises and those who are not well regulated agencies so people are victim of non regulation lack of knowledge and proper know how and this is where the governmental role comes into play they have to have a technology setup where crypto space is well regulated people are well aware about the way it works and that is important now currently the way the situation is there is so much of uncertainty just think about a country like dubai such a small country compared to india and dubai has established dubai virtual assets regulatory authority and has also enacted a law in 2022 to regulate the virtual assets but sadly in india there is nothing like that so the moment there is a legal mechanism in place you know now just look at stock markets because there is sebi there are legal mechanism so you know that uh, what are legal and correct way of trading in uh, stocks in india so similar mechanism is required for crypto also yeah yeah and speaking of legal concerns rakesh uh, do we have the wherewithal to deal with disputes and cases that may arise from its trading because as you said it's it's a non centralized form of currency oh well uh, you know cryptocurrency does not have boundaries they are web based and tradable all across the globe the indian courts and the judiciary are not well versed with types of dispute or the resolution mechanism that may come up that is because we don't have proper framework there is no doubt that judiciary will rise to the occasion and deal with crypto issues but then in the absence of a regulatory framework the trial court will find it very difficult to handle it so we can think of a mechanism where there is a separate tribunal to look into all the issues pertaining to crypto space 
for example we have tribunal for securities we have tribunal for uh, banking matters so similarly we can have a tribunal for crypto world and that will be a specialized body which can take care of the legal mechanism you know there are so many famous cases recently i was just going through this new york office of attorney general versus bitfinex then there is a oracle versus crypto oracle so a variety of new cases will come into play it is the need of the r is to regulate it properly to understand it to read it to to analyze it to make it legally tradable asset so for that you need to work you can't really run away from it you can't simply put a tax on it well we will make money out of it and we will not do anything else you can't do that <laughs> i think you just described the government in one sentence <laughs> In fact, my next question was going to be, what would an ideal regulatory landscape look like? But I, you've answered that. How is it regulated elsewhere in the world? Are there any lessons that India can take from elsewhere? Absolutely. You know, there is a need for separate regulatory body. As I say, I have been saying from day one, there is a need for a separate regulatory body which can formulate rules and ensures compliances. And there has to be a separate adjudicating body, like tribunal. What I said few minutes before, and. and this all has to be done in conjunction with other countries because as i said this is a global phenomena you cannot have something india specific so that is why an ideal regulatory framework should involve uh, favorable regulations to foster the cryptocurrency space professionally qualified people and firms to advise a code of conduct for various intermediaries facilitate online kyc verification check on frauds and market manipulations ensure compliances promote investor education protection against leaking of sensitive information proper research base and above all what i always say government has to work so that they have to prevent brain drain from india because this is something which i am you know i am seeing since last couple of months this brain drain has increased now talking about regulatory uh, elsewhere in the world no i i'll tell you i'll just give you in united states united states cryptocurrency is not a legal tender but you know it is regulated by a bank secrecy act whereas in canada it, though it is not a legal tender but cryptocurrency can be used to buy goods and services online or in stores that accept them so that is where the canada is and of course it is uh, the exchanges there are legal they are required to be registered under fintrack so similarly in singapore singapore is such a small city state but it though it's not a legal tender but cryptocurrency exchanges and trading are legal singapore has taken a friendlier position and it treats bitcoin as a good and even the goods and service tax is applied to it yeah that just seems more uh, more rationalized tax structure yes in australia it is legal and it is treated as a property and you know the exchanges has to register with austrac similarly in japan it is legal and it is treated as a commodity sorry it is treated as a property so so you know similar mechanism can be done in india there is nothing preventing government from 
coming out with some regulatory framework which which handles it properly yeah and if there are clear guidelines and the industry is well regulated could it prove to be a major wealth and employment generator just like you have with stock markets yeah yeah absolutely assuming that the industry is well regulated with clear guidelines it could prove to be a major wealth and employment generator you know decentralized currency can do wonders for the economy provided they are well regulated and investors are well educated so what is required is proper regulation and proper education sadly there is no proper re- uh, regulation and there is no education we are lacking yeah. in both and there is a move uh, by the reserve bank of india to launch its own digital currency could you talk us through that yeah yeah this is government way to control digital <laughs> currency space <laughs> but a lot will depend on actual implementation if you go by what they are talking about so yes the reserve bank of india has proposed to launch a central bank digital currency cbdc so it will fulfill all the basic function as a medium of exchange unit of account store of value and a standard of deferred payment it will be same same as a currency issued by rbi but it takes a different form than a paper so if actually done it has got great advantages you know cbdc can be the final payment and it will eliminate a risk of settlement in financial system there will be a lower transaction cost real time transactions will happen payment by indian importers would be possible to be made in us dollars without help of any intermediaries it will be a big boon then you know time zone differences would be immaterial so of course there are advantages but then this cannot be done at the cost of banning or putting strict regulation on the other cryptocurrencies or other virtual digital assets because of the confusion and the government's opposition crypto trading at one stage fell by 88% and uh, what effect does that have on those who have already invested in it yeah i mean that's a very valid point because you know crypto is a global thing sad part is that it is so new and it has started and it has evolved so quickly that i have a feeling that government is not able to understand the phenomena called crypto it is very dynamic and any change in any part of the world directly or indirectly impacts the crypto market the confusion and the government's opposition put forth by way of a high rate of income tax tds delay in passing of crypto regulation bill and insistence on launching its own cbdc it has really dampened the interest of investors and it has really made them wonder what exactly the true intentions of government is going to be the investors are already invested in market they are following basically wait and watch policy they are just waiting you know in last couple of months a good set of people a good set of investors are migrating to other parts of the world to dubai to singapore even countries like mauritius but those who have already invested well they are waiting and watching what is to, going to be the next step mm. what are your clients telling you about the situation i know you're building a blockchain and technology practice <laughs> uh, yeah you know my client ranges from you know miners to investors so they are hopeful 
they are hopeful that government will streamline and have regulations in place so that crypto business can multiply and people could prosper and there can be greater employment opportunities but you know they all are worried about the high taxation the tds this is something which is really worrisome for all of them this is something common to i can say all my clients in crypto space this is a common concern three common concern for all of them one high tax two tds and third lack of regulation through your medium i'll request government if they can please consider this three demand of this crypto people absolutely i think that's a straightforward rational common sense kind of a thing there's this new uh, trading mechanism or any such thing comes in place you need regulation you need uh, clarity on tax structures you need awareness that's pretty straightforward uh, rakesh tell us about your work <laughs> we are a law firm till couple of years back we were a typical law firm dealing with various aspects of legality from arbitration to banking to insolvency company corporate various matters but in last couple of years we have created a separate team for crypto i am managing partner of the firm so we have a separate team of for crypto those who are in research and advising our clients so my firm is rks associate and uh, you know we are doing a lot on various other aspects of law but yes there is a separate team which is taking care of crypto world and here's a question i ask all my guests at the end of the conversation why do you do this work well we help in wealth generation by advising people so everybody wants to come and generate wealth and we help them in by advising them so basically we tell people what is correct and our role increases more so when there are no proper regulations in space so we have to tell people what is right and what is not right so people in my know how are from crypto mining to investing they are looking at opportunities to earn returns on their investment they want to diversify their holdings and these are the new age products new age market so when they approach me some for some advice we have to really be you know up to date and we have to be more imaginative more so because there is lack of regulation so given the versatile nature and uncertainty surrounding the crypto world we do this so that we can really help people to understand the legality the way it is rakesh thanks so much for helping us understand what is a very interesting but often confusing space thank you thank you it's a pleasure talking to you and you know we have our website is there www.rksassociate.com if anybody is interested in getting to know about various aspects of uh, crypto a lot many articles are put up there they can always go through the same and of course they can always seek our advice on the same thank you all for listening please visit allindiansmatter.in that's a w l i n d i a n s m a w t e r . i n for more columns and audio podcasts you can follow me on twitter at ashraf engineer that's a s h r a f e n g i n w e r and all indians count that's a w l i n d i a n s c o u n t search for the all indians matter page on facebook on instagram the handle is all indians matter email me at editor at allindiansmatter.in catch you again soon <laughs>